Hey you guys, it's Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back friends, family. Um, You know, I appreciate you all and I'm thankful for you guys' love and support. Today's word blessed me so much, just like every other word, right? Um, I just pray that it blesses you guys as well. This is these, this is some good news, okay? And I think a lot of us are going to be excited after hearing this word. I know I was. Um, but I have to say, because I haven't been remembering to do so, please always, always, always take the word back to the Lord and see that if it's actually for you. As we know, every word is not for us, um, specifically not for our season, okay? You might not be in the season of promotion. You might not be... And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, last year I wasn't in a season of promotion and, you know, there's just things that got, every season is for a reason. Look at that, rhyming. Every, but seriously, every season is for a reason. So God can be growing you, stretching you, teaching you something, um, shedding off some old habits, whatever it is, like none of it's in vain. Um, so yeah, uh, Allow God to direct you and instruct you. As you guys know, I am just a vessel. That's it. <laughs> okay, so um, let me jump right in, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. My eye is like super itchy. Okay, so today's word is for those who have been faithful to God, okay? I don't mean double-minded Christians. I don't mean the ones who, you know... People who don't have their mind made up if they want to serve God or not. I'm not talking about the lukewarm Christians who have one foot in the world and one foot with God. And I'm not saying if you legit have been trying your hardest, sincerely in your heart, have been doing everything that you know how and you know you fall short, That that's not, this doesn't disqualify you because we all fall short. Okay, we all fall short. None of us are perfect. But I am talking, like, what I'm saying is this word is not for people who are actively sinning, who are purposefully sinning, who are premeditating sin. Like, your heart has not been changed yet. This word is not for you. But it's for those who've who've remained steadfast in the storm, even in confusion, when being persecuted. You've been going through so much and... You know, you have to pick yourself back up and remind yourself who God is and remind yourself the promises of God. God is promoting you, okay? This word is for you. So let me first open up in prayer and then we'll get into the word. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you um, for being who you are. Father God, right now we just lift you up. We lift your name up. We magnify you, Lord. We glorify you. We know, God, we are nothing, literally nothing without you. We ask, Father God, that you remove every distraction, every idol, um, everything that we have looked towards um, in place of you. Father God, shed those things off. Continue, God, to renew our mind, renew our strength, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. God, we ask that you forgive us for any sins that we've made, God, known and unknown. We ask that you purify our hearts. We ask that you purify our minds, God. And um, 
just strengthen, strengthen us, Lord, day to day. We thank you, God, for continually, continuously speaking to us, God, on time. We thank you for these on-time words, Father, that encourages us to keep standing and to keep moving forward. Lord, we give you all the honor and the glory. I specifically ask you, God, to um, just take full control of this podcast. Father God, I give it to you, Lord. I humble myself and I ask God that you just use me, Lord, as your mouthpiece, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So, um, as you guys know, if you uh, heard my last recording, I am going through the book of Esther. So today we'll be going through chapter 2. To save time, I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but I strongly encourage you to read it yourself so you can have um, a full, like a fuller or full understanding of the word. Okay, so last week I read um, chapter one where King Xerxes demoted Queen Vashiti. Y'all already know how I am with these names. <laughs> so if, if I'm saying it wrong, my bad, okay? But, um, you know, Queen Vashiti, she she forgot her place as a queen. And so she got demoted. So he called her. Um, remember, you guys remember, he called her to come so he can show her off. And she said no, right? So she had to go. So she straight up said no to the king. So she had to go. So verse one, this is uh, chapter two, verse one says, but after Xerxes' anger has subsided, he began thinking about uh, Vashiti and what she had done and the, de- the decree he had made. Verse two, so his personal assistant, uh, attendants, sorry, you guys, su- suggested, let us search the empire to find beautiful young virgins for the king. Verse eight. So I'm skipping all the way down to verse eight because I just really want to pull out the meat of what I'm saying, the the details. You know, like I said, you guys can go back and read that. So verse eight says, as a result of the king's decree, Esther, along with many other young women, uh, was brought to the king's harem at the fortress of Sosa, Susa, and placed in Haggai's care. Haggai was very impressed with Esther and treated her kindly, okay? He quickly ordered a special menu for her and provided her um, with beauty treatments. He also assigned her seven maids specially chosen from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem, okay? So... Y'all notice how quickly Esther is getting all the special treatments and stuff like that is called favored. She is favored. Okay, so first I want to say, you guys know God is the one who appoints us for positions, right? Like he is the one who promotes us. He's the one who opens doors for us. He's the one. He is the one who creates opportunities for us. He is the one who does the supernatural thing, like pulling your application from the bottom to the top. He is the one who does that. He's the one who causes people to treat us with favor. God is the one who hardens the heart, right? But he's also the one who softens the heart. Okay, people may people who aren't even who don't consider themselves Christians or believer probably believers probably don't even know why they're drawn to you why they see you as different why you stand out so much they probably don't even know why but it's literally all God 
Also, what I've noticed in this word, I'm in this section of what I read, it is so important, right, that we are not jealous. Do not be jealous of others. If your brother or your sister, your best friend, whoever gets promoted, you are to be happy for them. Because if you are a true friend, okay, you too will be blessed by their success. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, it's... Mm. You know what? I'll just say it. I, like, during my journey, like, just from a being younger, just being younger, I felt like I've always had um, friends or people I've came across who ended up being jealous. Like, I won't say they started off that way. They just ended up being jealous. And I never understood why, because if this is a little sidebar, right? Because, y'all, I feel like I've always had a hard life not hard because I know there's some people who went through like some serious stuff compared to me but like I've always had some type of drama who that's gone on in my life there was always some type of uh heartbreak or something that I was going through whether it was something I was going through with my husband or my boyfriend at the time my kids or my work situation like I've never felt like I had like outside looking in if I looked at my life I wouldn't think it was worthy to be jealous of like you know and then I see myself as just like a mediocre person so I never understood why like I started sensing excuse me people being jealous like it's just I don't know so this part really stood out to me but um So, sorry guys, I lost my place. So yeah, so it's just no point in us being jealous of other people because whether you are in Esther's position, okay, you're the one being promoted, the people around you, you will be able to take with you, you will be able to bless them because you are blessed. It was Esther who was appointed, okay? Or if you're the friend, why are you being jealous? Because you too are going to be blessed by their success, okay? Or even so, that another thing that, that just popped up is if you notice someone else is being blessed, maybe it's not you getting blessed off of their things per se, their whatever, but it should be a reminder too. Like if I see someone coming up, oh, I know that I'm next. That's the posture that we should have, knowing that we're next, okay? It's just really sad when you know people can't be happy for other people. Um, we have to get out of the selfish state because we all get a turn. Plain and simple. We we all get a turn. It's not God's character to only bless one person and not the other. Like if you're doing all that you have to do, like God is not that God has favorites. Like that is we are the ones who determine if, if we're going to be favored or not. It's literally us, our hearts and stuff like that, right? We know God works in seasons, so maybe it's not your season for success. Maybe it's not your season for promotion. Maybe it's not your season to be out in the um in the front line or whatever. Like so just let your brother or your sister have their season of celebration and support them. We all have to have turn have we all get a turn. There's been um so many times that I felt like I had to celebrate alone because I was surrounded by people who were insecure. Um, and it sucks to be honest because 
you know, it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> but that's just the reality of what it is. And I think it's because people don't realize that it's just not their season. So I don't know. I think I went on a little tangent there. Y'all get what I'm saying. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. So anyway, verse nine says, oh, this is the last point. Verse nine said, because of Esther, because of Esther, seven other maids were treated special. Okay. Um, oh, so I said this last thing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like kind of jittery. I've, I'm fresh off the coffee. I'm fresh off the coffee this morning. So if you struggle with jealousy, okay, God needs you to change your perspective. So I don't know who that's for, but say, you know, you, you don't want to be that way, but it, it's just there. Just help, ask God to help you to change your perspective. Okay. Verse 10 says, Esther had told, oh, had not told anyone of her nationality and family background because Mordecai had directed her not to do so. Every day, Mordecai would take a walk near the courtyard of the harem to find out about Esther and what was happening to her. You guys notice how Esther is the opposite of Queen Vashiti, okay? She is following directions from her cousin. If she can follow directions from her cousin, of course she can follow directions um, from the king. God is looking for someone who can be obedient, someone who will submit to his will, okay? Um, There are, these are the people, the ones who are able to submit themselves and just be obedient and open to God's will. These are the people that God is promoting in the season in this season like right now you guys (laughs) in 2021 okay verse 12 says before each young before each young woman was taken to the king's bed she was uh she was given the prescribed what she was given the prescribed 12 months of beauty treatments six months with oil of myrrh uh Followed by six months with special perfumes and ointments. That's that's bomb. That's like a spa treatment, y'all. Okay. Um, when it was time for her to go to the king's palace, she was given her choice of whatever clothing or jewelry she wanted to take from the harem. That evening, verse 14, um, that evening she was taken to the king's private room. Okay, the next morning she was brought to the second harem where the king's wives lived. There she would uh, be under the care of S. Y'all, I'm not even going to try that name. The king's Ernak, 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 (laughs) y'all, in charge of the concubines. Okay, she would never go to the king again unless he had especially enjoyed her and requested her by name so where we are where you are is the test god is testing us to see what we have learned to see if we can be trusted this is our time wherever you are right now you feel like you kind of in the waiting and you kind of like oh what's going on this is our time to show god that we are ready for promotion a lot of people Um, want the benefit of being in a promoted seat, not realizing when it comes to kingdom, when it comes to the Lord, it's about being humble. 
just like Christ was. It's about not leaning onto our own understanding and desiring things for selfish reasons. Like, this is the time to show God that. This is the time to get your heart right for that, right? Uh, Verse 15, when it was Esther's turn to go to the king, she accepted the advice of Haggai, okay? The Enarch... I'm going to learn how to say that word, in charge of the harem. She asked for nothing except what he suggested. And she was admired by everyone who saw her. Look at y'all, it's here again. Esther is still following instructions. Still, I think like this is the part where she was kind of able to make her own choice, right? She still followed instructions of other people. She still didn't make her own decision, okay? I believe this is why... Um, I believe that Esther was not only obedient, okay, but she was humble and she had faith. Okay, in the text, it <laughs> it doesn't say she asked why. She's not asking any questions. And y'all, I'm laughing because I know like it's a, it has taken a while for me to get into this place of where I am with God, where when God says move, I just move. Like, um, I try not to look beyond where I am anymore. I try not to figure out God's plans anymore. I try not to process and just get too deep and try to finish the puzzle and and just pretty much just go with the flow. Because, you know, even asking a lot of questions, it could be, I don't want to say it's like disobedience, but it's not really trusting. It's not really trusting, okay? Um, I had to learn to just be a willing vessel that is focused on pleasing God and that's it. You know, at the end of the day, you guys, we're all created to give God glory, not ourselves. So yeah, even though it doesn't say that, that's what I pulled from here. It's like, she listened to this person, Haggai, she listened to her cousin. It's like, okay, whatever y'all say, y'all know, I'ma just do what it is and look where look where it has gotten her, okay? Verse 16. Okay, Esther was taken to King Xerxes um, at the royal palace in early winter of the seventh year of his reign. The king and the king loved Esther more than any of the other young women. He was so delighted with her that he set the royal crown on her head and declared her queen instead of Bashidi. To celebrate the occasion, he gave her a great banquet in Esther's honor for all his nobles and officials, declaring a public holiday for the provinces and giving generous gifts to everyone. Even after all the young women had been transferred to the second harem and Mordecai had become a palace official, Esther continued to keep her family background and nationality a secret. She was still following Mordecai's directions, just as she did when she lived in his home. And look, y'all, because of Esther's posture, she was promoted. It seems so easy when reading the story, but walking this out is not so easy, right? <laughs> it gets easier with practice, just like anything. But, you know, completely being like surrendering and just listening to other people, even when I, cause sometimes 
I try to think of where these people were because they were people just like us, okay? So if I think of Esther and it's like, okay, say they telling her to do something crazy, like, okay, the king likes when you rub his feet this way. Only rub his left feet. Don't rub the right feet. Like, you know, with me, it's like, well, why? Obrey would have been like, well, why? Ah, that don't make sense to me. I'm going to just rub both feet because that seems uneven. You know what I mean? It's like Esther here wasn't even asking questions. She was just like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Like, cool, got it. And look where it got her. Look where it has gotten her. Okay, so what we see, it pays off to just be obedient to the Lord. Listen to his instructions. He is setting you up for promotion. I truly believe, you know, God loves us at the end of every day, at the beginning of the day and all throughout the day. We know the Lord loves his children. So he's not going to tell us to do things that isn't going to be for our benefit. Like I, t- I talked about that on my um, on my YouTube channel, too. Also, what was highlighted to me here is that she continued. She continued to follow the directions even after receiving her position, even after being promoted. She didn't just stop there. What I imagine Queen Vashidi, you know, she was doing everything. She was probably doing everything Esther did at the beginning, right? Then she got comfortable. Then she got into herself and she felt like she no longer needed to please the king. It's so easy for us to do that. Like we do everything that we need to do um, to get whatever we want. Like, God, we want you to answer our prayer. So I'm a fast, I'm a pray, I'm a seek, I'm gonna be in my word. I'm gonna go to church. I'm gonna watch all these videos. I'm gonna play all these worship music. But by the time God blesses you and give you the things that you want, it's easy for us to forget. And we don't go so hard for God no more because we got what we want. Just like Queen Vashidi. I hear God saying, this is partially why the wait for promotion has been so long it's it or at least it feels like it right god is weaving out those who are fully committed to serving him and those who are just doing what they need to get what they want so like i said in the beginning this word is not for everyone okay the weight exposes what's in the heart okay why do you want to be promoted it why do you want the promises why do you want more why do you want these things from the Lord, is it for you or is it for God's glory? So that's all that I got (laughs) to keep it black and white. Promotion is here for the servants, for those who really desire to serve God. Okay. For those who really desire God's will, he is more than happy to promote you. Your time is here, you guys. This is an exciting time. Even in the scripture, it says that the king celebrated when Esther became queen. God is ready to celebrate us being promoted. People that he trusts, people that he knows they're not going to turn on him, who aren't going to start, you know, getting comfortable and getting lazy, right? This is our time. So I'm not going to stretch this out um, because we have like some more chapters to go anyway. So I love you guys. I hope this bless you guys. You guys go back and do some research, like study it yourself. I too, I'm going to figure out how to pronounce these words. <laughs> I, I love the Bible so much with these names we get in your girl sometimes, but it is what it is. Like we, we get the, the meat of it, right? 
So, um, yeah, that's all I have for you guys. I love you guys. And y'all know I got a prayer up next, okay? Talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye.